Grace and peace. Good morning, church. In this new uh, setup that we have right now, just for the time being, while we're in the middle of trying to protect our health and yours and making sure that we're all connected and remain in community. Uh, Andy and I are going to be posting conversations online for Sunday mornings and offering blessings to you all while we're not gathering. So we have a couple of scriptures for you this morning to consider. We're gonna read those first pray together and then Andy and I are going to talk about a couple of things related to how we're feeling and um, the season of Lent where we are right now as we lead into Easter and then we'll send you out with a benediction. Andy you want to read your scripture? Sure. This is from Matthew chapter 6. Therefore I say to you don't worry about your life what you'll eat or what you'll drink or about your body, what you'll wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds in the sky. They don't sow seed or harvest grain or gather crops into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth much more than they are? Who among you by worrying can add a single moment to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? Notice how the lilies in the field grow. They don't wear themselves out with work and they don't spin cloth. But I say to you that even Solomon in all of his splendor wasn't dressed like one of these. If God dresses grass in the field so beautifully, even though it's alive today and tomorrow it's thrown into the furnace, won't God do much more for you, you people of weak faith? Therefore, don't worry and say, what are we going to eat or what are we going to drink or what are we going to wear? Gentiles long for all these things. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Instead, desire first and foremost God's kingdom and God's righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, stop worrying about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And the scripture that I have to share is from Mark 12. Jesus answered, The first is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. You wanna pray for us? Yeah. Loving God, uh, we give you thanks for this scripture for this community, for this time. I pray that the words of our mouths and the meditation of all of our hearts would be good and pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. So when Andy and I were preparing for this time together, um, it, none of the scriptures that were assigned for our narrative lectionary felt timely. Or appropriate out the window and so we simply chose the ones that we're leaning on right now and perhaps you all will be leaning on them as well so maybe they're a gift to you but um, because we can't gather together in community and because the world feels unsteady we just wanted to check in with each other about how we're feeling and what it makes us think in the season of Lent where, where is the connection to God and to the work that we're about and the calling that we have so how are you feeling? So, uh, it's funny that you asked that because I was just realizing that I was sitting with really hunched shoulders and uh, 
that's an indicator that I'm feeling overwhelmed. I feel uh, like I, I'm, I'm protecting my neck. I'm doing that whole posture thing that'll happen when I feel overwhelmed and I feel scattered as well. Uh, there's, as I start to think of the ramifications of all that's happening with COVID-19 and the way it impacts uh, my immediate family, my community, um, the folks uh, in the houseless community, um, I, I, it's almost too much and I can't, and my monkey mind really goes crazy and I can't seem to settle in on one line of thought. Mm. And it also has something to do with the fact that I wear a couple of different hats. I know you know that feeling. Yeah. And I feel like I'm switching hats very rapidly right now. Uh, and that, so I, I have a sense of feeling um, scattered. Yeah. And so I, uh, I find myself um, wanting to wanting to slow it all down and just numb it, hmm. right? So this is where I, I'm like, give me all the numbing agencies. Netflix. And maybe, yeah, and maybe the half gallon bottle. And you know, I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, all the things. Because I'm, I'm constantly trying to either focus or reframe or tell myself, don't worry, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I'm not, I don't think I'm super worried, I'm just scattered and that makes me feel a sense that I just need it all to slow down and I want to zone out and not be present in any of it. Yeah. So that's kind of where, uh, that's where I'm coming from right yeah. now. That's this, the sense that, and, and because it's, everything seems to change. Day to day. If not minute to minute. Yeah. It's, uh, how do we do this really well and have it be maintained? So that's what I'm, that's kind of what I'm, I'm struggling with. How about you? Yeah, I, I'm less of a number than I am. Um, oh, let's just do all. Okay. There's, there's things to do now and, uh, we need to think about tomorrow. I was so appreciative of your scripture text because my brain immediately goes to what's next. Who's going to, yeah. who needs to be talked to, who needs to be connected with, who needs to know what's going on. And instead of me saying, like going inside and saying, what's wise? Uh -huh. uh, what's necessary? Who's missing? Mm. Uh, I start to, you know, flip things into the world, borrowing trouble. Maybe sometimes it feels good. Like it feels like planning. And some of it is planning. I think it's necessary. It's got to feel like control too. But it feels like control. Uh -huh. And so to just like take the pause and, you know, I've been feeling afraid, not for myself, because I have the privilege of not being probably very vulnerable to mm -hmm. what's happening. Um, but I'm surrounded by people who are vulnerable. Yeah. And I know you are too. And uh, I'm trying not to lean into that privilege. I'm trying to really not be, um, not let my fear make me reckless, right? Like, it, you know, it looks like fearlessness, but it's not. It's just recklessness. Mm -hmm. And to say like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get sick, so it's fine. Um, which isn't right. true and also is dangerous, right? Um, and Do you so, find yourself reframing it? I mean, this, yeah. uh, this is me, but reframing and listening to all the, well, it's just 
It's just the flu. It's right? just the flu. Yeah. And, and, and some of that I think is separating myself from the reality, mm -hmm. which is 125,000 cases in the world. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Um, but also the sense of like, if I can make it smaller, then I can handle it mm -hmm. and I can shape it. And what that means though, is getting smaller means more isolation and not just like social distancing, which is a good practice and being distant from people physically, but, but forgetting like, I can't just care about my own family. I can't just care about people I already know and love or, and assume other people will do the same for their people. Um, because there's folks who don't have that, who don't have people looking out for them. And so I am, I'm one of the gifts I think of this for me. And one of the feelings that I'm trying to lean into and not away from is we are all connected yeah. and we can't avoid that, uh, that reality in this, that when I do something, it has a direct and immediate effect on someone else. And I need to be really watching, are my actions oriented toward love of God and neighbor, or are they about fear and anxiety and control? Um, am I paying attention to how I'm interdependent or am I just making the world a smaller and smaller place for myself so I feel safe? Um, and so that's where I am. I'm, 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 I don't feel panicked, which is good. Panic isn't a thing that I it's usually great. feel yeah. anyway, but I do feel, um, I can see in myself how I could lean into some problematic behaviors, which I hear you saying too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm feeling a sense like I just need to find something to help me cope. Yeah. And I don't want to just cope. Yeah. We don't have to just... Especially cope. in community. Right. Like that's why we do this, right? Mm -hmm. Is we check in with each other. Yeah. And it's it's interesting. Uh, we don't have this written down, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think that it's, it's beautiful how uh, other pastors have reached out, yeah. probably to you and to me, and are asking each other, what are you going to do? What yeah. are you doing? What is your church doing? Yeah. And we're kind of leaning on each other to make some decisions or, or even just to feel a sense of, um, of being okay with the decisions yeah. that are made. And I was just, I ran into a pastor friend in the coffee shop this morning, Josh Hawk, and, and he, we talked for a minute about what our, how our churches are going to respond. And he just said, it's just really good to hear that we're all in this. We're all trying to figure this out and we're not alone in it. And that sense of, of, connection and togetherness and just in that conversation was really uh, really beautiful yeah yeah the sense of connection i think directly relates for me to how i mean lent is so hard right because on the one hand we're, we like turn inward and we try to focus on like what's the work that needs to happen here in in me in order to be able to walk with jesus toward the cross well and wisely and with love and care and grace and to be prepared for mm -hmm. the cross, right? Um, and the only way I know how to do Lent is together. I've never experienced a Lent alone as a Christian. Mm -hmm. And so to try to think about this walking in a new way, um, to reframe, you know, you, you used the word reframe a couple of times earlier, to reframe for myself, like, how can we be a community when we're being told to be not a community yeah. in some ways? Um, 
as we're doing deep hard work, like what does it look like for you? I'm, I'm wondering like, how are you thinking about Lent and the process of moving together as a community when in fact we're not gathering in the same way? Yeah. I think for me, when I think about, so I'm gonna be really honest with you. And with the whole world that, re, that sees Everybody this. Everybody who sees yeah, this, I've been really la lazy about my Lenten practice. Oh. Because um, I felt like I didn't have to, so I, and then for me, it's centering, it's taking time to be centered. You didn't have centered. to be centered? I'm real busy, I've got a lot going on, so. You know that's not how centering works. Totally. Okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm confessing here. I'm being vulnerable. I'm yeah. telling you, I feel a sense of, you know, I mentioned how I'm feeling. I'm feeling scattered. I'm feeling monkey-minded. I'm feeling, you know, overwhelmed. And that's exactly why we do centering in contemplation. And I realize that it's almost like the the universe um, is. In, in circumstantially, I'm being pushed toward, no, really, really do, do this. Do this. Do it especially now because the world's a, a little crazy right now. So you're going to need to be centered and, and kind of realize what's what, right? So for me, that's, uh, that's where I, I sense it. Like, okay, I really do have to stop. I have to take a deep breath. Yeah. I have to spend intentional time being centered tuning into the spirit within me and realizing that the spirit is present and is i feel a sense of longing to like calm that mm -hmm. and restore a sense of yeah. don't worry about tomorrow it's gonna be okay be present be here right now uh, so that's that's where my mind goes. I feel like I'm being kind of really shoved into Lenten practice in ways that I need to be. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've been feeling very called toward that, you know, that balance in the scripture I chose between loving God, loving neighbor. Mm -hmm. it, we're being forced to withdraw from each other in mm -hmm. some key ways right now. And I'm, I'm wondering whether or not my Lenten practice for this season is finding ways to just be radically present with people in, take it as an opportunity to do it in a new way, like outside of my usual habits, mm -hmm. um, to find ways to like still be in connection, to be in deep relationship, but to think differently about what that may look like mm -hmm. for them and for me, so that it's actually not, it, it's not comfortable. So that Lent is not just the thing that I've created for myself, but right. is being created for me. Um, and it sounds like you're, you're saying much the same thing, but it means letting go of some expectations mm -hmm. and it means letting go of some, I mean, we simply don't know what will happen next. And so some of it is we don't know. Well, I mean, wouldn't it be convenient if the coronavirus were solved by Easter? Yeah. But we have no idea of what this will look like. And so, uh, how do we continue to be faithful and in the midst of so much not knowing mm -hmm. much like the early churches you know the authors of matthew and mark were speaking to this the early church didn't know what was going to happen next. right right um constant disruption. constant disruption mm -hmm. and constant sense of pressure and chaos and uh oppression and 
and yet they still spoke those words to us mm. and to each other. And I find that incredibly inspiring and calming in this difficult season. I, I think it's really interesting as we're talking that you feel a sense of the spirits moving you to be connected in new and different ways and uh, and to reach out and be connected and for me all I want to do is just connect and connect and connect and connect because then I don't really have to deal with yeah. myself here so the spirit is actually moving me to actually withdraw connect and withdraw and be centered before I overwhelm myself with people that because I love people and I love talking and activity and uh, and I feel a sense of the, the spirit going hey dude yeah because as it always is with Lent it's about motivation mm -hmm. what are you what are we avoiding or what are we trying not to look at yeah. what are we being invulnerable about mm -hmm. um, what are we afraid of yeah and I think that there's yeah, it's going to be different for every person, right? Like yeah. you and I are very different, and so we're doing this differently, yeah. which yeah. makes total sense. Mm -hmm. That's how we're made. It's mm -hmm. really fascinating to me. Um, anything else you want to say about Lent or Sabbath before we bless people and and uh, give them an opportunity to be in silence? I, I guess I would I would just encourage you uh, to consider the way the spirit's moving both of us yeah. uh, uniquely and perhaps it's it's a combination of those things for mm. you perhaps you uh, this is an opportunity for you to slow down as we've been talking about to stop collaborate and listen as we <laughs> call this sermon series yeah. to really tune in with the spirit within you but also, and alongside that, yes and, it could also be that the Spirit is moving you to connect in, yeah. in unique and in different ways. Maybe maybe to call someone you haven't called for a while, um, to reach out to somebody you haven't reached out to, to uh, have coffee with somebody, yeah. you know? Um, to ask them how they're feeling uh -huh. in yeah. a really deep way, in a, in a specific way that is not simply chatting uh, mm -hmm. as we are all hiding things under the surface right now that are deeply, they're just deep. Um, I, I keep thinking about how we're, um, we're not gathering, but this is a way for us to practice what church is like, yeah. really. And um, that just because we are not gathering doesn't mean there isn't a church. And so if we want to practice what we say we are, this is actually a really good moment for that. Yeah, I would say too. As you listen to this conversation, uh, this is an also this is also an opportunity. I mean, you'll be able to comment and whatever, but but also an opportunity maybe to say, hey, um, I want to ask Andy or Jules what yeah. that feeling was all about. And I just have a brief phone call conversation, whatever, um, or to talk to one another and say, our pastors, <laughs> did you hear what they said? Let's talk, I mean, whatever, to, to talk about it yeah. and to engage in that way as well, because this is going to be out there for you to, to chew on and to hopefully, um, hopefully be moved by. Yeah. There's been a poem going about the internet this week um, by, it's called Pandemic by a woman, uh, I'm assuming a woman, Lynn Unger. And we thought we would end with this and then sing you out with our, with a benediction. 
so hear this poem before we end and I hope it's a blessing to you uh, this week and on Sunday in particular so that it, it inspires you to, um, to connect in new ways with one another. So hear this word from uh, the Now Testament as we often call it. What if you thought of it as the Jews consider the Sabbath the most sacred of times to cease from travel to cease from buying and selling. Give up just for now on trying to make the world different than it is. Sing, pray, touch only those to whom you commit your life. Center down. And when your body has become still, reach out with your heart. Know that we are connected in ways that are terrifying and beautiful. You could hardly deny it now. Know that our lives are in one another's hands. Surely that has come clear. Do not reach out your hands. Reach out your heart. Reach out your words. Reach out all the tendrils of compassion that move invisibly where we cannot touch. Promise this world your love for better or for worse, in sickness or in health, so long as we all shall live. You wanna try this benediction that we've never sung without a body before? Let's see if we can pull it off. This is the opportunity for us to humiliate ourselves on the internet. We invite you to wherever you are, uh, join as well and sing. We'll sing together. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make God's face to shine upon you and be gracious, gracious, gracious to you. The Lord lift up God's countenance upon you and give you, give you, give to love and serve the Lord. Amen. Amen.